Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. It's all a bit of music for Maxie as he maybe heads down the highway to training or he might be just walking along the beach down there in the morning to Peninsula, one or the other. It's uh, Melbourne Membership Day today. You get extra value. Melbourne, uh, sorry, membership.melbournefc.com.au. The skipper of the Demons joins us. Welcome, Maxie. Morning, Gary. Morning, Tim, if you're there somewhere. Ah, so where do we find you this morning uh, on a, oh, a little brisk morning? Uh, parked out the front of Marvel Stadium for for the great captains day. Oh yes, oh, it is. Of course, so your, your favourite day. day of the year. Yeah, it's a, it's. A, I've actually this is my sixth time going, but I've only been captain for four years because Nathan and Jack used to pull out every year. So <laughs> take us through um, the day, Maxie. Yeah. What's involved? Uh, we got a good little breakfast to start um, with the with the committee. Um, normally, Joel lifts um, lifts lifts the captain and 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 Dyson. They seem to be the two that talk a lot and. Um, without them two there this year, I'm, I think I might have to play some sort of role at the committee breakfast. Um, <laughs> and then there's a few photos and media call in the afternoon. That's a very interesting point because um, we we have media days as well for the various media outlets mm. that we work for, and there's always one or two that dominates proceedings. So, yeah, without Joel and Dyson, who, who do you think might step up? Well, last year, Gil spoke, and then Joel got up and spoke straight after Gil um, and didn't even ask a question, just sort of um, welcomed all the captains as well. So um, he, he was very good, Joel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Danger's probably going to slip straight into that role pretty easily. Well, I don't give you shit. Nah, no, no. You should. Uh, I think put him you in should, his, put you him should, in his yeah, box. Yeah, you should put him in his box, and you should take control, Maxie. <laughs> and if you were taking control and you were going to make a speech to the other captains, what might you say? Uh, just try and get some sort of rough rules refined, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> is it rope? Does it get robust? Do the captains, um, you know, when Gill's there and the doors are shut and he's asking for advice, does it get pretty honest? Uh, it, it has the last couple of years with obviously um, a fair talking point in COVID. So, mm. um, in fact, this, this event three years ago was when Nat Fife uh, was the first isolated player and couldn't come to captain's day. There was a bit going on, so... Um, there has been a talking point in the last three years. Maybe it might be a bit easier this, this 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 season. Hey Max, what role did you play in the recruitment of Grundy? Uh, uh, I mean, for my own ego, I like I like to think a lot, but um, I don't I don't actually think I did too much. I think um, the work that Goody Richo and Tim Lamb were doing behind the scenes to to talk to Brody and um, make him feel welcome at this club, and then I just played a small role at one of the presentations and. Um, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily a massive change for myself. Mm. I've played with the Ruck. Um, I played with Luke for three years, and um, especially last year, we sort of shared it 50-50. Um, so it's sort of just um, showing Brody that this does work and it is something that um, took us to a premiership in 2021, and hopefully he can jump on board. Is there anything about what you've seen from him so far that has surprised you? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realise how good he was. Well, I did. I, I, he'd been my rival for 10 years, but I didn't realise how good he was in like that 10-metre square radius. 
Um, probably very similar to Nick Nat in that way that he's just his repeat efforts is phenomenal. He can have when we play against each other at training, he can have five or six touches in the space of um, three or four seconds, and I thought I was on top, and then bang, he's right back on top. So um, that's a serious strength of his. He's quick. He's as quick as our mids. Um, yeah, that's little things you don't sort of pick up on game no. day when you're up against him once a year. I'm really su- just on that point. I'm really surprised to hear you say that he's that quick because. His gait wouldn't suggest that he does move that quickly across the ground. Yeah, he, well, he's, he looks he looks big, and there's an optical illusion with rucks. If they wear their socks up, they look a tad slower. Um, <laughs> so I've been wearing my socks down for years. <laughs> a little bit of pain. Brody Grunny's going to be on with Jared uh, Waitley after us, so uh, it'll be good to have, listen to Brody. Just the last one on that one. I've read enough and heard you speak about it. Was there any? Time at all where you thought, oh, hang on, is this is this is this actually going to work? Did you have any doubt? Uh, I mean, I've seen that in games I've been involved in games where the two rucks doesn't necessarily work. Um, but yeah, no, I've got I've got no hesitation. Like he's a two-time All Australian, two-time Best and Fairest winner, and a Best and Fairest at Pendles has won twenty of the last twenty. So to be able to win two of them. <laughs> Um, like I'm really excited to have him on. I've, I've, I mean, there'll be there'll be games that doesn't work that potentially won't work straight up, and then we might be right under the gun. But I think over the due course, I think it'll it'll work. Yeah, set the bar high in the weekend. You kick five or six, depending on who you want to listen to. So um, that's the that's the standard that the expectation is, which means that between the two of you, you're going to end up with 65 goals apiece or something. <laughs> it was six, but the, I, I I know where the question's coming from. My my third goal was. Um, an advantage play on where the ball was on the goal line. I just hit a little toe poke over the goal line. It's the easiest goal I've ever, I've ever kicked. Is that the one that bounced uh, off the middle of the post? Yeah, we don't have to get into it. The form line's been really good from the mm. Demons' point of view, which is great. Um, and then it's all about players, and that's what the, yeah, our audience and Melbourne supporters want to hear about. So the different names that have come through. Jacob Van Ruin or Royan, not quite sure. I should know how to pronounce his uh, surname. Has been a bit of a spruker, but he wasn't there on the weekend. What what what's the expectation for him in the early rounds? Uh, well, there's. I mean, we have got uh, four very um, solid tall forwards um, in Ben Brown, Tom Jacob, and uh, Josh Shackey who's come across, and they're all they're all in ripping form. I must say. So Jacob was doing a lot of stuff real early on in the preseason that we were all like, "Wow, this kid's come back." Fit, he's come back ready to the train, ready to play. He wants to play round one. He wants to play. He's 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 ready to be an AFL player. And and to be fair, he still is. He kept that form going the whole season. But what that does is it lifts the other guys around you at the same time. And the level that Tom and Ben have gone to, um, especially Ben towards the end of last year, probably wasn't in his best form. But he's come back, and he there was a space there where we had three scratch matches in a row, sort of leading up to uh, that game against St Kilda. It was like a half, then three quarters, then a full game. And and Benny Brown would have kicked thirty goals and fifteen of them were on Stephen May as well. So he's in mm. he's in some serious touch. So Jacob is a good kid. He's going to be a very good player for the Demons for a long time. He's got he's got the Nathan Jones Robbie Plough number two. It's a great mm. number. Um, but at the moment, he might have to bide his time behind a guy who's going extremely well. You don't know what Ben Brown did with his hair after he shaved it off, do you, Max? <laughs> I know somebody that wouldn't mind just borrowing it occasionally. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I actually, I, I don't know, but I have seen there were some suggestions that he should bag it up and sell it. Um, I hope he hasn't done that. Hey, uh, the young pl- there's always like a couple of players that might have been around for a, a couple of years that sort of bob up during a preseason and uh, signal their arrival at AFL level. Is there anyone that you've noticed over the preseason might even be one of the first year kids that you're thinking, gee, this kid is going to uh, be a serious player, going to be an AFL player this season? Uh, yeah, over, over, over the last two years, we haven't necessarily changed our side a hell of a lot compared to a few other clubs. And um, that means we've got a lot of guys that have been playing um, some good VFL football, won a VFL premiership last, last season. Um, and we're just starting to see a couple of them pop in. There's obviously um, Judd McVie, um, who's been playing in the back line, who's, who, who's going head-to-head with Michael Hibbert for that spot. It'll be interesting to see which way the coach goes. Round one, but the one that played on the weekend was um, one of Gary's old teammates' son, um, Taji Walwoden. It's the first time I've sort of seen him against um, real men in an AFL type environment. He fitted in really well, albeit he was a sub and came on the last quarter, but he fitted in really well. So I'm looking forward to what Taj can bring this year as well. Yeah, that's exciting. Let's see the um, Walwoden name around the mark, which is great. Um, we're speaking to Max Gorn here, who's the, the captain of the Melbourne Footy Club, and they're set up for a, a pretty good year. Cosy Pickett is. Well, it's just one of those players. We knew what he was capable of as the forward, and from all reports, he spent a lot of time through the midfield group. Yeah, looked a bit fitter. What what is the expectation in terms? I know you're going to rotate many more through the middle, which is you know I think it's a great thing as well. What, how much of the time will we see Cosy through there? And what is it? Is it his call to go in when he wants to, or how's it all going to work? Uh, yeah, there's method to the madness. There's um, obviously some guys that look at a lot of numbers at our football club and. One of the numbers is when Cozzy's in our centre bounds, it tends to go pretty well. So um, it's not in there to, for any other reason or for an experiment. It's there because when Cozzy's in there, we tend to perform extremely well. So we try and get him in there as much as possible. Obviously, um, we've got a pretty good starting three in Clayton, Christian and Jack. Mm. So it can be tough to sort of fit him in with Angus and Harmsy and Tom Sparrow also wanted to get in there. But um, yeah, as much as as much time as we can get him in there um, is good because... He, he kicks goals for us. He gets goals for us. Um, and he helps defend really well. Obviously, he's incredibly quick. So um, when we do lose our set of bounces, he can be a pretty handy player as well. Christian Salem too. A lot of people out there, particularly Melbourne fans, want to know how he's tracking. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a very similar in, uh, illness to what he had in his first season, um, which Melbourne supporters would know. But uh, we managed to get on top of it a little earlier this time. So it's um, looking a lot better. He's out there running. Um, he's almost training, um, so I, I dare say that means round one's out of calculation, mm. but um, he, he, he won't be very far from um, that first game. And the wine bar business, how's that going at the moment? Yeah, good. Just opened a second uh, up on Glenferry Road, right up the top there called Motor. Oh, yes, um, very, very salubrious uh, is it? venue it is too. My word it is. A little bit more foodie, that one. Um, but no, the, the two wine bars are going well. They survived. Um, the hardest pandemic ever to hit the hospitality industry and um, hopefully uh, now, especially March, March seems to be a buzzing time for Melbourne. So hopefully the Melbournians pop out and check out the hospitality scene. What do you you have to do to get a drink card at uh, one of your places? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a little bit different to how you would have got drink cards back at the table back in the day, I dare say. yeah, we don't just give them out because you're on an AFL list. Right. uh, What if we just drop your name at the door? (laughs) 
If you if you pop down, I'm more than happy to give you a, 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 a nice glass of shardy. We're about to speak Lovely. to our wine man, Maxi um, George Samios, the most authority voice in wine in this country. What's uh, what's what's selling well? What, mm. What's the most popular tipple? It, it's funny. It, it, places like wine sort of changes. People go everywhere. They go Australia. They go Peninsula. They go. Barossa, they go everywhere, but the one thing that stays stable is Burgundy. It just sells. Right. We'll, really? We'll run that past down, man. Have you got a favourite Burgundy? Uh, I had a Shardy the other day, which was a Burgundy, um, which was, I mean, I can't tell you the label because I probably had it at around 11pm. <laughs> um, <laughs> was a nice Shardy. Was Goody with you at the time? <laughs> Nah, we're banned from having a pot together, apparently. (laughs) Shame. Hey, uh, great to talk to you. Uh, Melbourne fans are excited about what lays ahead. Mm. Uh, Big day ahead for you at the the, uh, captain's day. So good luck with that and good luck with the year ahead. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Max. Max Gorn, uh, Melbourne membership day today. Brody Grundy to join Jared Waitley um, in his show today. uh, Membership.melbournefc.com.au. Have you ever thought that uh, Grundy was quick? Have you ever thought that? Uh, no, I wouldn't have said. What did Max say? He's as quick he as he's as quick as our midfielders. Yeah, he follows up well. He does. He gets. He can get around the ground yeah. really quickly. Um, someone here said had any doubts? They haven't played together. And I was sort of talking about in the in the process of recruiting. So when you sit, when the football club came to Max and said, "Look, here's Max, here's um, Brody Grundy," he said, "What do you think?" That, mm. That's what I'm getting to. Would you mm. sit there and self preservation? A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people go, "Hang on a minute." I'm the sixth-time All-Australian. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's indicative of the way Max leads and the, and the example he sets for that footy club. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But And also the fact that, as he said, we almost shared 50-50 the ruck with Jackson last year too. Yeah. So he's accustomed to that well, role. And famously, Jackson turned the grand final of the premiership around and Max was sitting on the bench watching it all unfold. Mm. And, and enjoying it too. And may have been told it was time for him to get back on. He might have said, uh, no, I think the young lad's doing the right thing. I'll sit here and enjoy the view. Um, it was a good chat. We'll take a break, uh, yeah. Georgie. <laughs> if I don't say so myself. I, en- I enjoyed Just it. drinking a little bit of your own bath. Well, I enjoyed it. Show your demon spirit. I'm showing my demon spirit. Join today. Get six games for the price of a three-game membership. Visit membership.melbournefc.com.au. Are you a member of Essendon? Yes, I am. Whole family. I want you to prove it after the break.